Hi, I'm Jamie Catania of Shovel the Sidewalk. We're a marketing firm in Buffalo, New York, building brands and creating advertising for small businesses. And we utilize the power of authentic storytelling. That's why we created Sidewalk Talk. It's a way for business owners, thought leaders, entrepreneurs to share stories of inspiration, motivation, and education. And on today's episode, I have Zoe Keller Halls Medusi, President in Sales and Marketing of LG Fairmont, along with Leah Azizian, Head of Business Development and Project Feasibility at LG Fairmont. How are you both doing today? Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. This, this show is all about storytelling and connecting with people. And, and during the recording of, of this episode, we're living through a pandemic, COVID-19. It's changed everybody's lives. It's changed all industries. And for both of you, you are in the real estate industry. And I'm hoping to learn a little bit more about LG Fairmont. And, um, you know, how, how have you guys adjusted to everything going on, whether it's selling and connecting with people and staying in touch? Zoe, if you wanted to start first, and then we can have Leah. Sounds good. Sure. So LG Fairmont is a boutique residential uh, real estate brokerage in New York City. We focus mainly on Brooklyn and Manhattan. Um, and actually, funny enough, our, our brand message is tell your story. So it's all about telling our client stories, telling the story of New York City. It all links back to, you know, purchasing an apartment and how cool, you know, this, I mean, a lot of people dream of purchasing in New York City, whether it be in the United States or across the world. Uh, so you have a lot of really cool stories to be told about that. And that's what we're trying to do with our, with our firm. Amazing. Amazing. And Leah, for you. If you wanted to share some, uh, some information about yourself, maybe how you found out about LG Fairmont and some of the things that you do for the company as the head of business development. Yeah, I mean, I heard about LG, uh, LG Fairmont through a, a friend who introduced me to one of the top agents here in LG. And we got on the phone and we chatted. And, you know, after a process of interviewing with different brokerages, I just felt like this was the best place for me. Um, I was just starting in my sales career and I really needed um, a team and a brokerage that I felt was really going to support me throughout the way. And also a place where I can really, you know, develop close friendships with the people that I'm working with. Uh, so I chose LG Fairmont and we recently uh, created the development division here at the firm and part of my role, you know, Zoe and I work very closely uh, in this division and part of my role is to build and maintain developer relationships and also advise in determining which direction is best for their projects. Should they go in the leasing direction? Should they go in condo sales? So kind of analyzing all the factors and all the numbers and understanding uh, what's going to be most profitable for them. Sure. Amazing stuff. And yeah. to, to give the, uh, the listener a, a little bit of a background information as to how this all happened, Leigh and I actually connected on a LinkedIn Live uh, by Itzy Holzer. We were at an event. It's a virtual world. It's so futuristic. We could, we could have the podcast all about that experience. But basically, with everything going on, you can't really talk to people. You got to have be six feet away. People are wearing masks. So that was a way to, to connect people in a virtual world and network still. And Zoe, I'll start with you. 
with with everything going on again, how has like the pandemic changed the way that you're selling and, and conducting business and, and connecting people uh, within the real estate industry? Well, I mean, obviously the industry has taken like quite a hit from it just on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, for the longest time, we couldn't show houses. We couldn't get in buildings. Everything was on lockdown. So if you're an agent that had a listing, you, you literally couldn't show your listing. And that's, you know, it's unfortunate, unfortunate what happened. But um, today things are starting to pick up. We're doing a lot better. Um, I think that everybody feels a lot more positive than they did a couple of months ago. Um, there are some specific changes that happened due to, uh, due to COVID, which specifically in regard to technology and the way that we execute closings, for example, we've made some steps forward that could have been done a long time ago, but this sort of accelerated the process and made it, you know, made it happen. Um, the market ha is slowing down. Everything is slowed down, but um, you know we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of months. We'll see what sure. happens in the winter, I guess. Sure, got to be hopeful. Obviously, it's all a it's all a mentality. It's not like, uh, hey, you know, this is going on, and I, I give up. I mean, the show must go on, and and at the end of the day, people still got to connect with people. So yeah. And I think uh, that's, you know, exactly how we perceived it when everything was happening during the pandemic. We really took time to sit down and step back and think, how can we change things? How can we make things more efficient? Um, a lot of the real estate professionals in the industry, they geared toward, you know, making videos because it was difficult to get access. So videos came first and buyers view the videos first before possibly finding a way in. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, we had a lot of time to really sit back and think, how can we change things? And I think also like as a team and, you know, the company itself, we were able to really sit and think, how are we going to change, you know, the brand image and the message that we're sending out, you know, right now and moving forward? Yeah, I mean, not everything can stay the same. You obviously got to adjust. And, but again, we keep talking about connecting with people because it's not like, you're selling to a robot. You're 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 speaking with people. You have to understand their needs, and I'm sure technology has played a role. Like I think from what I've seen online, there were like companies that are doing a lot of like virtual like tours. I don't know if it's like a special kind of camera. Are you guys like utilizing anything like that, or plans on you know utilizing technology so that it's like a contactless sort of environment? So the idea is like, hey, this is what you're going to get with before you even step in the door. Yeah, I think the industry as a whole sort of came forward and figured out solutions to, to showing apartments and keeping, keeping the ball rolling, right? So um, we have like, for example, Matterport became much more popular because of COVID. And that's a brand where they do the 3D, they have this 3D technology where you sort of click on a circle and you can advance through an apartment. Um, that's become much more popular. Uh, beforehand, videos were not, not used very much. It was mostly about the pictures. And of course, you know, everybody knows that in pictures, you can kind of, you can kind of fake the apartment and make it look a lot bigger or look different. In videos, you can't really do that. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of really cool because now we have a way to be more honest and sell, sell apartments for what they are. Um, you know, New Yorkers are super savvy. They, they know, they know, they can see through the pictures, right? So the videos have really brought us to sort of like a different level, which I think we appreciate. 
as a firm, because of the way that we view real estate, we don't think that we need to pretend, right, that a product is a certain way to move it. We actually can show it for what it is and be like the proper salesperson and do our job well. Sure. And I like the, the part that you, especially you brought up how people can kind of see through any sort of like, not fakeness, but you know what I mean? Like any sort of like addition where it's like, now you know exactly what you're getting because of technology and video and it's going to change forever too, because now that people are, are already have that in their mind, they're probably going to be looking for, for more before they purchase, especially not being able to like obviously walk in the door and check it out. Leah, was there anything that you wanted to add for any sort of uh, whether it's new technology or things that you change, like saw that change real, real quick since the time you've been at LG? Um, in terms of how the company has changed? Like yes. Um, well, I actually, I'd love for Zoe to, to address this part about like how I guess we're changing the brand image of the company and how it's kind of like, uh, you know, become more enhanced. So. Sure. Zoe, take it away. Yeah. So LG Fairmont started, we started a little bit over 10, 10 years ago. Okay. Um, we had a very different direction that we were going into. We were more of a tech company. It was, we had a lot more agents and it was based around um, becoming a buyer's agent and really specializing in being a buyer's agent. So the bulk of our transactions initially were around being a buyer's agent. We didn't have that many listings. Um, but of course, as agents grow and they become better in their careers advance, you know, of course they're going to get a listing because it is, it's real estate. Um, so as, as everybody sort of evolved into their careers, uh, we realized that, um, you know, by taking a step back, we realized that we had this incredible culture and this incredible group of people that we were working with and everybody had a very specific way of working that was very different from the other firms. We work together a lot. Every single agent at this firm, you know, works on every single deal that is done at this firm is worked is is closed by two agents, and it's always someone different. You know, it isn't just two agents that always work together. And that's something that's very different um, at LG Fairmont. And then we also realize that you know we work with a lot of international clients and people that have this dream of just owning in real estate in, in New York City at one point, and. Um, so we realized, you know, it's all about the story and it's all about the storytelling, just as we mentioned before. So that's really the direction that we've been going into recently. And I think that's something, as Leah mentioned before, where we took a step back and realized how important that was for our culture. Also for the industry is to sort of acknowledge the fact that we aren't just telling apartments, we're actually telling people's story. And we are lucky to be part of like this very important chapter that can be very stressful or, you know, it can easily become a negative experience. Um, and we, we're there to make it very positive and sort of gorgeous, right? So that's the direction that LG is going into now. Um, we've changed our brand image. We're a lot smaller. We're focused on training agents the best way possible and really giving everybody the tools that they need. And we also have sort of a mentality where it's like no man is left behind. Um, you know, we don't want anybody that's working at LG Fairmont not to feel like uh, they're successful because the firm is keeping them back or isn't offering them what we promised. So we've made a point to really focus on sort of those three, those three elements. And uh, it's, it's been, I mean, it's been great. It feels like uh, with everything that happened recently, it feels like we kind of, 
we're revived in a way. We had like a new beginning. That's kind of cool because everybody's much closer than we were before. I love how you put it that way. It's like a revitalized new beginning fresh slate. Cause again, yeah, you could take it as positive or negative and you guys are utilizing the positivity of this and realizing that there's opportunity for growth, especially how you said the training that's involved with the agents, the storytelling and Speaking of storytelling, I know that both of you created something during the pandemic. I think it was like during the springtime and it's, uh, it's called ambitious New Yorkers and you're utilizing storytelling to help those in your community share their stories to uplift other people. Um, Leah, I'm, I'm hoping you can explain a little bit more about both of your mentalities going into this and what it's become and, and the future of ambitious New Yorkers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the reason why we created Ambitious New Yorkers is actually very similar to, to your company and the goal of what you guys do. So we created it in the midst of the pandemic and kind of what inspired it is that we, you know, while we were taking this step back and kind of reevaluating everything, we noticed that we have all these stories and we have all these relationships with so many different people that we have met over the years and through, you know, just working in the field and just casually from the people that we meet. And we, you know, it was a very negative, a very depressing time in the midst of COVID. You know, there were really two outlooks. There was the positive outlook where people were saying like, wow, this is a great opportunity for me to go and do something. And there was a very negative outlook where people were depressed and they weren't working, they didn't know what to do. And they were kind of just signed off from everything. And we, we took a step back and we thought, let's create something that's really positive. Let's create something that's very encouraging and let's utilize the stories that we've heard and the people that we've met to put some positivity out there and make people realize that there is so much potential and there is so much that you can do right now. This isn't, you know, just because we're in a physical shutdown, it doesn't mean that you can't communicate with people. It doesn't mean that you can work on your goals and, and what you're trying to do in your future. So we created Ambitious New Yorkers to shed light and to highlight some of these stories that are so inspiring. And um, yeah, we've been going at it since and just continuously uh, sharing the stories that we've been uh, hearing. I love it. I love it. At the end of the day, people connect with people, not brands, right? It's the people behind the brand. Um, Zoe, if there was anything that you wanted to add to it, maybe like what, what you foresee the vision for Ambitious New Yorkers and you know, any extra information you wanted to share. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like, personally, I remember when we were, we were building up Ambitious New Yorkers and the idea of it, uh, I remember just thinking that, you know, it's, it's so difficult to live in New York City. I mean, it's so competitive. There's so many people that have so many great ideas. I mean, there's literally, like, some the smartest people ever come by here in one or another, right? So we've got a lot of competition. And I think that... Um, we kind of, the reason why we're here is because we want to be together. Otherwise we wouldn't be living in this city that's so difficult to live in, right? So it was sort of shedding a light and just or rather putting a spotlight on like these people that are working so hard and kind of just stopping and saying, you know, like we know how difficult it is to be here. It isn't easy, you know, even when it comes to real estate, we've seen clients that purchase apartments for $10 million and they're disappointed in the apartment they had to purchase because it wasn't the initial search they had because that's New York city. That's what New York city does to you, right? It makes you humble regardless of where you're from or how much money you have. 
Um, so it's, it's, I think Ambitious New Yorkers is really cool in that sense. It's sort of, you know, putting a spot, spotlight on our local businesses and on the efforts that people are making, but it's also saying like, you know, we acknowledge it, we understand you, we think it's like really cool what you're doing. So let's all help each other out, right? And um, I also remember just at that point, just having to stay in my apartment all day and I wasn't able to see anybody. I would just spend hours on the phone with, uh, you know, all my colleagues. And um, just having the seven o'clock bell ring <laughs> and everybody would, you know, everybody in the city rang the bell and it was like the one moment where you felt connected to everybody. And at one point in time, it felt so, it, it almost became sad to me because I missed going out with, all, with all my friends and just seeing people in the street. Like you walk out the door and there's so much happening in front of you, right? So I think Ambitious New Yorkers is sort of a tribute to that. Um, but the way that I see it moving forward is, uh, I, think that, I think it's a really, really cool idea that a lot of people appreciate. And I think that it's going to grow organically uh, into something that's going to be like, it's going to be a really cool sort of ode to Manhattan and the efforts that all these you know, local businesses are making. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the growth and um, what comes about it in the future. I know that it's already powerful right now and you guys are going to meet more people. Looking forward to seeing more. I want to um, I want to close off the show. We're going to be wrapping it up in a second, but I'm, uh, I'm hoping that you both can share some advice uh, for the end, the, the listener right now, whether they're in college or they're about to graduate or that person that's maybe stuck in a career uh, that's not for them. Um, what, what is some advice for that person that's uh, looking to do something different? You know, what maybe something that you have done that you think other people should um, know so they don't go through that same struggle or take that risk? Uh, Leah, if you want to start it off. Yeah, I mean, I would say like to all those people that they want to start a business or they're just very entrepreneurial, I think that there is this beauty about being an entrepreneur that's very independent and you're very much on your own and you feel like this is like your dream and your hustle. Um, but I would suggest like find someone and partner up with someone that you know you really trust and you guys share a, a, the same vision. So I guess just personally, like the reason why I enjoy working with Zoe so much is that we share a similar vision and we share a similar goal. But the beauty about our relationship is that we have different means and different ways of getting there. And because of the diversity there and the difference in how we think, um, it really helps establish the goal even more and you know enhances it by a thousand. Because you're listening to how someone would do something differently and it's kind of like you're able to brainstorm together and really build ideas together. So to anyone, you know, to any entrepreneur out there, I would say, find someone that you're really comfortable with that you really get along really well with and you share a similar vision with and just go out there and, and do it. Amazing. Thank you for sharing, Leah. How about you, Zoe? My advice would be to listen. And when I say listen, I mean actively listen. I mean, look for information, listen to people from around the world, different cultures. Even if someone has an idea that you don't think is important at the time, it might resonate in the future. Um, I think what I learned at an early age was that I sort of had to put my head down and do things that maybe I didn't want to do and I was uncomfortable with. But I always believed that down the line they would help me. And I think that that's why I've been able to get so like as far as I have in life. So I would say, you know, listen, don't judge. 
be humble and work hard. I think those are the most important things to keep in mind. And they're difficult, right? <laughs> you got to do it. Absolutely. Thank you both for being on the show, taking the time. I know you're both very busy. This was very fun. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. Thanks so yeah. much for having us. Absolutely. You can stream all of our podcasts by visiting shovelthesidewalk.com and clicking the podcast section. Or if you know anybody that would like to share their story or even yourself, just fill out the form and we'll get back to you right away. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamie Catania, and this has been Sidewalk Talk.